You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The following segment is from The Look Ahead on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. I don't know if excited is the right word. It's it's not exciting to talk about Deshaun Watson. Um, but I do feel like, again, I don't want to call it progress, but I do feel like the story is evolving at least. Um, I'm I'm just ready for the NFL or the legal system or somebody to step in so that we can have a resolution here. That's I'm excited about a resolution to this potentially. I don't know that we're near a resolution to part of it, which I think the biggest part, and that's the, the legal side of things. Uh, but before we get to that, I just want to take people behind the curtain a little bit. So I was hosting the NFL show Daily Kickoff this morning. Oh, uh, so you and... refer to it as hosting, you know. Okay. Not not all of us refer to it as that, but that's okay, Stats. What you do know? you refer to it as? I don't know. I I did the daily is how I would have said that. But you know, it is we we, we all handle it differently. Hey, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we we all have a cup of tea. It, it, Stats literally has a cup of tea, by the way, while we're recording right now. I do. You gotta keep the look. My voice is my livelihood. I gotta keep the instrument in prime condition. Tell us about the... your hosting though. Tell us. So I'm doing the daily, putting all the stories together, recording the whole thing. And we have a Slack channel, me, you, Pete Sweeney, and Michael Kist, our boss. And we put everything that we put in the daily in the Slack channel so that we don't repeat ourselves from one day to the next. Well, I finalized everything and I sent it to you guys at 10.51 p.m. Eastern time last night. At 10.52 p.m., Chris Chapasso from CBS Sports tweets, Source, talks are heating up between the Eagles and Texans on a Deshaun Watson trade. Still some hurdles to get over, both sides attempting to come to an agreement. And the first word out of my mouth was to swear, because I knew I had to do the whole thing over again, because that was the biggest story of the day. Deshaun Watson and the Eagles seemingly out of nowhere. Yeah, so first of all, again, just fully letting everybody know how the sausage is made. We've all been there, right? Like we've all submitted the daily, scheduled it, felt like everything's awesome. And then boom, you know, just, you gotta go re-record and it sucks. But kudos to Stats <laughs> for being the hardest working guy um, at SB Nation. Yeah, this was weird when it popped up and it was weird how seriously um, it got taken. And I I'm not trying to doubt Chris's reporting or anything like that. In fact, uh, there's a great write-up on this whole sort of timeline saga stats at Bleeding Green Nation, our home for Philadelphia Eagles content, if you want to ruin your life by consuming content of the Philadelphia Eagles. But uh, the incomparable BLG wrote about this, and he noted because, you know, people tend to wonder, People like some people say, who's this person, who's that person? Uh, Chris Chapasso last year was one of the first people in on the Indianapolis Colts acquiring DeForest Buckner and signing him to the extension that they did. So, I mean, he's somebody who has broken NFL news before. He has some credence, credence here uh, in this space. Um, but um, the interesting thing to me, Stats, is the way that everything does kind of seem to be lining up. Now, Deshaun Watson has not practiced this week. Uh, it has been a foot 
ankle issue that the Texans are saying is what is going on with him. Um, and so whether you believe that, that's fine. Uh, but for what it's worth, the Philadelphia Eagles brain trust contingency front office group, whatever, did have a meeting themselves uh, this week on Tuesday. And so if you are a believer in conspiracy theories or you're a believer in connecting dots, it makes sense to believe that the Philadelphia Eagles brain trust, uh, which in this particular moment included Jeffrey Lurie, Howie Roseman, Andy Weidel, and Nick Sirianni, um, post-Tuesday, if Deshaun Watson is not practicing or talking about like, hey, you know, it's happening. You know, we've ordered the code red or whatever. Um, <laughs> and for what it's worth, this week, the Philadelphia Eagles cleared over $14 million in salary cap space, and now they have $16.1 million in totality. Deshaun Watson, for them to acquire him, they'd have to take on $10.5 million. So uh, mm. great dot connecting by BLG that the Eagles met together at the same time. I'm not saying Deshaun Watson was practicing last week, but at the same time, Deshaun Watson was mysteriously pulled entirely from Texas practice or Texans practice. And the Eagles organization happened to create some salary cap space just in time for this. So it is believable. You know what I mean? Like the, the variables are there to believe that this is happening. It's just a matter of understanding whether or not it actually is going to. It's very strange. Something it seems like was happening uh, for what it's worth. Aaron Wilson came out and said that no trade is imminent or developing at this time for Deshaun Watson, according to sources. While there is interest, he tweeted, teams are conducting extensive due diligence, complex legal situation, and a no trade clause are all difficult factors to work through. Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk has also uh, agreed with Wilson. He says that a source tells him that things are not heating up with Deshaun Watson and the Eagles. How could they, RJ? That's my question. There are 22 civil cases against Deshaun Watson and 10 criminal complaints. How can you consider giving up anything for Deshaun Watson until all of that is resolved? I have no idea. Um, I mean, the reports out of Eagles camp, a lot of them from Bleeding Green Nation are that Jalen Hurts, like before I go down this path, I want to say, I'm just talking about the football of it all, but you are completely right stats. Like you have to get through an enormously large mountain of a variable before you can even begin to discuss the football. But on the subject of just the football, I mean, Jalen Hurts has not looked great to start camp so far, um, which is unideal. But so maybe you could tell yourself again, do the football you know prism here. Like, well, if they get Deshaun Watson, they can compete now, but they can't like that roster is terrible. You know what I mean? Like, why would you, why would you believe now, like time is of the essence if you're an Eagles fan, like they're not in some win now sort of window where they're a quarterback away type thing. Um, beyond that, um, this this week in particular, you know, it's, it has seemed like the Eagles third first round pick from next year that belongs to the Indianapolis Colts is not going to belong to them after all. So, you know, like I, I could again, understand is a weird way to put this, but I could kind of understand this if instead of the the reports that have happened with Carson Wentz so far over the last week, if instead it was like, man, Carson looks amazing, right? Like if, if all the reports out of Indianapolis were like, this dude has it back or whatever, then it would look like, okay, the first round pick is, 
is on pace to, to actually belong to Philadelphia. So then you could kind of understand, okay, the Eagles are operating under the premise that they do have three first round picks. That's why they can move forward this. Like they can't even, they couldn't even trade it anyway. Like even if they wanted to, right? Like, I don't know if they can trade the contingency, but um, so the, the football of it all is extremely complicated, but the, the life of it all is even more complicated. I have no idea why the Eagles would, I, I don't I, if I was if I was Howie Roseman, if I was Jeffrey Lurie, I would shut this down so hard. I would not want to be associated with this story, with this quarterback, with this person. I mean, Jalen Hurts, whether you think he's a fine NFL quarterback or not, does seem like a really stand up individual. That would be the guy that I would be elevating within my franchise right now. It is weird that we've heard that the Eagles were in on Deshaun Watson. This is not new, right? Like, we've all known that the Eagles had serious interest in Deshaun. Uh, we got news uh, this week that the Panthers were, quote, quietly monitoring him. So, like, it's not even that the Eagles are the only ones. There are multiple teams interested in him, and you know how it works, RJ. Exceptions get made for the stars, and it, the other guys just get cut. And Deshaun Watson is the star of stars. And so, if... And again, I don't know how this is going to happen because there's just so much legal baggage here. But if somehow that gets resolved, teams are going to be interested in him. And they honestly, I don't even think they'll care necessarily how it gets resolved. They just want it to be over. Like Michael Vick went to jail and came back and played multiple years. Like if this legal stuff is resolved with Watson, he's going to be playing for somebody. Yeah, and that's something that BLG and I actually talked about in the NFC's mixtape. Um, he made a point, you know, you can look at that situation a little bit differently. Again, you know, we're still waiting for the legal process to play itself out with Deshaun Watson, but you you can look at the Michael Vick situation and say he he paid his his debt to society, you know, wh whether you, you know, no, I don't think anybody approves, but whether you approve or not of, of what sent him to prison, um, you know, you, you, can, you can make that argument in a literal sense that, you know, he... He atoned for his his crimes, you know, and and that was, you know, that was when the Philadelphia Eagles signed him, at least. Um, and then teams after that subsequently. But that's I just this is such a radioactive situation. I can't imagine. I mean, we see teams avoid signing players for way more benign reasons than this, you know. So I just I mean, to your point, stats, everybody in the NFL is so desperate to win. And again, getting back to the football of it all, maybe the Eagles feel like Deshaun Watson is truly that special of a quarterback. They're willing to go down this path, but the Eagles specifically, I mean, a team that was just in this, you know, ultra quicksand funk gunk with their quarterback situation. I feel like the next guy you want to commit to is not this one. You know what I mean? Like this, this, even if Deshaun Watson is allowed back on the field at a certain point in time, the next one you commit, like for all Carson Wentz's football flaws and arrogance flaws, he is seemingly a stand-up individual. And so, I mean, you're going in the polar opposite direction of that here to be the face of your franchise, a franchise whose fan base and population is so toxic sometimes, all do credit to Eagles fans that they in part broke the previous quarterback. I mean, you <laughs> know, like I, I just, I, none of these things are compatible with one another, which is why I don't know why the Eagles want to even consider this as an option. Something must have happened to get Trapasso to tweet that out. And I was trying to think last night as I, my head hit the pillow, like what could have happened when you hit the pillow at like 3am? Cause yes. you're working hard burning the midnight oil. <laughs> um, 
is the, I don't know, like maybe this is just mad, the Homer in me. But do you think it's possible that with all the good news coming out of 49ers camp about Trey Lance, about how oh good he looks, do you think okay. it's possible that the Texans talked to the 49ers and said, hey, we want Jimmy Garoppolo. And the 49ers said, hey, we're open to that, but we need to make sure that Lance is the guy. I'm just saying Lance had a couple good days of practice. Is it possible that the Niners reached out to the Texans and said, hey, if you want to have discussions about this, we're willing to talk about it, which then caused the Texans to reach out to the Eagles and say, hey, let's talk about Deshaun Watson. Are, is that too much dot connecting there or, or is that rational to you? I don't think it's rational at all. Uh, (laughs) I don't don't think that I can't even buy like 1% of that, mostly because it hinges on an NFL team wanting Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, But I think for me, the, the biggest, like, you know, potential, you know, like dot that you can connect is, and I, I don't think there is one, but is, Maybe there, maybe the Eagles felt like maybe the thing that's pushing them hypothetically here is that they feel a threat towards acquiring Watson next year because right, like that's that's what the the like the take is here, right? Like this guy's not going to get moved if he doesn't get moved until 2022. Everybody thinks like if the NFL finally does step in, they're going to put him on the commissioner's exempt list. Their their go away, we'll deal with it later. Procrastination list. And we'll figure this out in 2022. And all signs have pointed to the Eagles having the draft capital to be eligible to acquire him. Then again, that took a hit this past week with Carson Wentz's injury. But so, I mean, to me, the idea would, would be that the Eagles view another team as a competitor because maybe at the beginning of this week, I, I couldn't think of one. I mean, maybe you want to throw out the Broncos. Maybe you want to throw out the Dolphins. I don't think that the Packers are a viable landing spot for Deshaun Watson if Aaron Rodgers is gone. But but if you play that that dance out, like if Aaron Rodgers does move on, if he goes to Denver, which at least right now feels like the heavy favorite of non-Packer teams that he'll play for, um, if he even is moved, because as we talked about last week, I mean, he didn't win anything. The Packers still control his rights for next year. But it, say we're in a world where Aaron Rodgers is on the Broncos, Jordan Love is the quarterback for the Packers who who is competing with Philadelphia Miami right like that's it like like name name another team that is remote maybe Vegas like who is remotely competing with I use the word competing only in the literal sense here with Philadelphia to acquire Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson could be on the market as well yeah and so that's the thing like if you're if you're a team next year if you are the Eagles or whoever and your choice is between Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson maybe you believe Deshaun Watson to be the superior player but Russell all corporate stuff aside is a perfect face of your franchise yeah zero off-field worries with Russell Wilson although like not this is not to say that we should be suspicious of Russell Wilson in any way but remember before all of this Deshaun Watson was that guy he was the guy with the squeaky clean image off the field so yeah, you know, you but, can't but Russell's, bank on that. Russell's body of work in that capacity is much larger. You know what I mean? And so um I, I think it's I'm not saying you're saying otherwise. I think it's much safer to trust that Russell Wilson is, is far more trustworthy in that sense. But but yeah, oh, maybe New Orleans. Maybe New Orleans. Like if, yeah. if you really want to float conspiracy theories, like maybe New Orleans is out here doing 2022 homework. And that would be that would be to me the only Again, I feel like I've said this a lot, but I, for lack of a better word, because there are no good words with this situation, it's such a gross story to talk about. But the only thing that makes sense as to why the Eagles or anyone would move now on Deshaun Watson would be that they feel like they are not going to be the team that's going to be able to land him.
threats and deadlines spur action for sure. And uh, I'm sure the Jalen Hurts stuff, you know, didn't make them feel any better about it. But I mean, we're going to see where it winds up. I, I still think that nothing is going to happen until the legal situation is resolved. We have no idea when that's going to be. I, I just don't know how your attorney, no matter how good he is, and Rusty Harden, Watson's attorney, is like the guy you go to in these situations. He defended Roger Clemens uh, back in the day, if, you, if anyone remembers that. I don't know how you make all of this go away. That I mean, that that's why he gets paid, I'm sure, a crazy amount. But man, 22 civil suits, 10 criminal complaints. Good luck. I I've said this before. I and I have one of my really good friends is a Texans fan, a guy I went to college with. And for anyone who's unfamiliar, College Station where Texas A&M is is really close to Houston. So uh, I went to school with a lot of Texans fans and, and Houston-based fans in general. And they're they're all kind of down on their luck right now, especially uh, last night's stats after the Astros lost to the Dodgers. But um, he he is so disconnected from football fandom. Like it, it is sad to me as his friend um, to kind of see this and and where this has gone. And so, but he is in this state of like, you know, such like disarray. And I feel for the Texans, the Texans have made a number of egregious errors, right? Like you can certainly point, pick, huh. pick one, but the NFL is really hanging them out to dry here by not intervening with Deshaun Watson. I mean, I feel so much for David Coley who has to deal with this. I mean, like last week, the circus of like, he's playing safety, he's playing running back. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really awkward. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, and, and that, that, that is a really just a shame that the NFL has left the Texans organization, David Culley, out to dry. Again, that organization has a lot of flaws. But, I mean, this is what, – what can they do? You know, the, like, it's not even like their hands are tied. Like, they're just in this awkward mess right now. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement. Here's the truth about AI. AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people.